the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Are we on the air? What's going on around here? Joseph A. Q. Harnett Jr. How was your weekend, man? It was great. Really had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Is that you, Timmy? It's me. Man, I was reading something in the other room, and I just completely lost track of time. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that before. Well, I know that, but it's okay. You know, we all, it all happens. You know, these kinds of things happen. Sure. And I was just napping, just waiting for the music to start. (laughs) Okay, then. Well, it did, magically speaking. We don't have any coffee today. That's the problem. That's usually the, 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 the timeline of the afternoon around 3.15. This guy comes over and says, are we doing coffee today? <laughs> yeah. And that helps I know the, who he is, too. Do you? Have you heard of him? Eh, remarkably handsome. Sounds good, too. No, that's not the guy I was thinking of. Oh. Yeah, anyhow. So there's the – that's usually like a – oh, yeah. It's like an alarm. I set three alarms every morning. The first one is when I'd like to get up. The second one is you really should get up. And the third one is you have to get up. You're not, you're not, are you serious? I'm very serious. Real? I don't yeah. even set an alarm. If I feel good on the first one, then I get up. A lot of times the, I, that second one at least comes into play. So the coffee benchmark didn't happen today, but that's okay. No coffee. That's okay. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling fine. <sighs> so guess what? I'm What's looking that? for, speaking of coffee, yesterday yeah. I had a chance. Happy Veterans Day to those who are listening who are veterans. And uh, my neighbor, Nick. Right across, we live in a cul-de-sac. He lives across the street. And uh, I took coffee to him yesterday, sat in the living room, and uh, we chatted for a little bit. He's got some really cool things to share. So I actually taped this in his living room yesterday rather than ask him to call in today. That's cool. And uh, so we're going to hang out and hear from uh, a World War II veteran. He is in his 90s, and he's a cool guy. So uh, we're going to chat with Nick in a little bit. That sounds great. Yeah. We also have former Eagle. And longtime Philly broadcaster Gary Cobb, who's going to join us. And Gary has joined us a number of times over the year, uh, last year and change. We've been doing the program, uh, but not for a little while yet. So looking forward to giving Gary a call here in just a couple of moments. We'll bring him in after the break. Uh, as far as that goes, as far as the sports, Eagles had the weekend off. They had the Patriots coming to town this coming weekend. Flyers won yesterday 3-2 over Boston in OT. And the Sixers beat Charlotte 114-106 tonight. Big game, Seattle and San Francisco playing in Monday Night Football. Uh, Forecast-wise, on the cloudy side, a little sunshine the rest of the afternoon, and then uh, getting cloudy, a little rain expected overnight, low 41. Kind of cloudy and a couple more showers likely the first part of tomorrow with a high of 52. And then we have one of those off-the-cliff days Wednesday. Usually don't get too far ahead, but Wednesday, vastly different. A lot of sun, but a high of just 37 for Wednesday. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, again, Gary Cobb will join us shortly. We'll play back that chat I had with my neighbor Nick uh, in honor of Veterans Day today. Just a little segment we have on that. We'll have some stuff to hand out uh, this hour as well. 
And uh, one other quick thing, as we head to our break, don't forget, we have a toll-free number you can call in if you want to do that during the program. 800-560-WFIL is our number, 800-560-9345. You can also text the show, 610-500-DOVE is the number, 610-500-3683. At any point, if you want to chime in, you're welcome to do so. Back in a minute with more. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's The Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, so, uh, we're excited to bring in our first guest of our fine broadcast today. By the way, you can get the podcast of our swell show at WFIL.com, uh, usually within an hour or so after the program, because the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio, between 402 and 458.50, Joe Harnett gets the uh, podcast going so you can listen all you like. And one reason you want to is because of our guest, Gary G. Cobb, who joins us again. Hello, Gary. How you doing, my friend? How's it going? How you, how you doing, Tim? What's going on? It's great to hear your voice. It's been a little while, and we're glad to connect again. My my pleasure. It definitely is uh, something I always look forward to when we get the opportunity to chit-chat a bit, and um, hopefully all's going well with you and, and the family and everything. Thank you for asking. Yes, it is. God's good. A lot going on. And uh, my wife's actually been visiting her parents and uh, with some siblings, they're having a little mini family reunion. So I'm holding down the fort with the with the girls at home. It's been interesting, to say the least. <clears throat> our diet's oh, a little our diet's a little different than when mom's around, but that'll be our little secret. Wow, man! I would love to get over there and taste some of those meals. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you a doggy bag. And, uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, uh, you know I'm all right. <laughs> well, you know, as long as you have a phone that can dial takeout, you'll be fine. That's right. That's right. That's that's it. That's it. But that's uh, that sounds good. That's some fun, boy. I, I know uh, they'll grow up and they'll they'll never stop talking about uh, some of those meals that Dad cooked. Yeah, <laughs> cooked is in quotes. So yeah, <laughs> one thing I did do yesterday successfully is we built a fire, our first fire of the season, because uh, it's been chilly lately, and so we gathered some. Wood. In fact, a tree fell in our yard when it was very windy. I think it was uh, Halloween night. It was super windy, and a tree fell in our yard. And uh, so we started breaking branches off of that, and we had a fire going all day. Kept the house nice and toasty. So Is that so? That was a lot of That's fun. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and so are you? Are you in PA right now? Because I know you travel a decent amount. And are you? Are you uh, local at the moment? Yeah, I, I'm local. Yeah, I um, I had been out. You know. Uh, I did something um, what last weekend was a lot of fun is uh, what they call an honors flight. And uh, I uh, escorted, you know, different uh, military veterans down to um, Washington, D.C. to see the monuments, the World War II Museum, uh, Vietnam Museum, and uh, the Vietnam War Museum, as well as the Korean War Museum. And we, um, we took veterans and you know, they go down to kind of get some closure and uh, to see the price and talk about the price they paid and some of the things they did. And uh, you see the guys down, you know, uh, looking at the 
the different monuments and, and seeing some of their buddies that were killed and uh, them crying about it and just kind of um, kind of getting some closure uh, about some of those things. It was it was quite an event. I mean, to be down there with all these all these guys, you know, and they're in the eighties and nineties, and hmm. uh, some of them on wheelchairs and. While on the you know the bus going around, you know you didn't hear anybody complaining or you know um, feeling sorry for themselves and everything. Just a a great group of um, a great group of people. Just you know just uh, you know you just take your hat off to you know the price they paid for us to be able to enjoy the liberties we enjoy. It's just it was mm. just, just quite a, quite an event. Yep. Chat with Gary G. Cobb, former Eagle, played for several other teams and longtime Philly broadcaster. You can look him up at gcobb.com, the letter G, C O B B.com. We uh, often have Gary on to chat a little football and everyday life stuff, and he loves the Lord a lot, so we mix that in too. And uh, just out of curiosity, was that is this the first year you were part of that endeavor that you just mentioned? Uh, yeah, first, I, I didn't realize what I was getting into. You know, it's, uh, it's something the NFL uh, does. And really, uh, this, was, this group was all from Michigan. You know, and I really did that through uh, the Detroit Lions because, you know, I played with the Lions. Right. And so they had all these military vets, a whole plane full of them hmm. that came in from Michigan. And uh, they were able, you know, a lot of them for the first time, they saw the different monuments and things uh, that uh, and, and, and remembrances of, the, you know, the wars they fought in. And, wow. and uh, it was just it was just quite an event. Another team that you played for, the Dallas Cowboys, on another note, uh, lost last yeah. night, right? Oh, man. That was a big win for the, for the Eagles. I tell you what, boy, <laughs> it really, really, really puts the Eagles right in the, in the driver's seat. You know, they, they really can control their own destiny. You know, they, if they win, they're going to be in. So um, they just need to play well down the stretch and, uh, you know, see the uh, Cowboys go down like that. That was really shot in the arm to a lot of uh, Eagles and Eagles fans. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys now five and four, tied with the Eagles, uh, and you know there's seven games to go. Eagles and Cowboys play uh, just before Christmas at home in Philly, the second to last game of the year. Where do you think things are headed uh, at this point? Obviously, yesterday Cowboys losing, Eagles had the day off, but that that's a big boost because uh, it's been a weird year, right? Like, you know, they won one, they lost two, they won two, they lost two, they won two. Uh, kind of hard to gauge maybe what this team is, and the injuries have played a role in that. Do you think the team lacks an identity, and can they get it in time to make a postseason run? Well, I, I definitely think that they, um, you know, they have been disappointing. You know, uh, I think that they had goals set higher thus far, but I, I think they're going in the right direction because in, in the game against uh, both the Bills and the game against the Bears, you know, they really got to a certain point there in the second half where they just kind of took over the game and found a way to win. And, uh, you know, I think Carson Wentz just played some great football, you know, in both of those games where he basically did whatever it took to win. And I, I think they're, 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 uh, they, they might be getting ready to kind of get a groove. Uh, and if they could, you know, of course, find a way to beat the Patriots, that would be great. But if, if they win um, at least five of these, these, these next seven games, you know, That'll be 10 wins, and likely I, I think they got a real good chance of going to the playoffs. So hopefully uh, they, they find a way to get it done. But I do think uh, they're, they're, they're starting to play the way they're capable of playing. So hopefully that will continue and they'll get a chance to, uh, to go to the playoffs. 
Gary G. Cobb, our guest. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Your reference, the Patriots coming in. Of course, even the most casual fan aware of the Patriots and Tom Brady, and with good reason, with six Super Bowls and, and more appearances than that, 425 Sunday afternoon. What do you think's uh, going to happen? Because, the, the, you know, they just lost their first game of the year. So I, I haven't looked, but I don't know that the, the Patriots lose back-to-back games very often. Well, it's going to be very tough for, for the Eagles. You know, they're going to be playing against a Patriots team that is kind of uh, wild by, you know, that loss, uh, especially how bad the loss was to the Ravens. Uh, and I think that they're, of course, going to be ready to play. So they're going to have their work cut out for them because the Patriots don't make a lot of mistakes. So the big thing the Eagles have got to do is they've got to play, you know, carefree football, and they got to play uh, – really uh, mistake-free football, and they can't be fumbling or, or throwing interceptions because that's going to be the easy way for them to lose. So they got to just make sure they take care of the football and play the way they're capable of. And I think they got a chance to beat the, uh, the Patriots because the Patriots, are un- they're not unbeatable, uh, but you can't make mistakes and beat them. So uh, Carson's got to play the way he's capable of, uh, capable of playing, take care of the football, and everybody play up to their capabilities. And I think you're going to have a very close game, and we'll see who comes out on top. Gary G. Cobb, our guest. Do you have a second? We have a quick break to take. Can we chat for a couple minutes after the break? Nope. Good for you? Nope, nope, no problem. Okay, we'll do that. Gary G. Cobb, again, our guest. You can look him up in the articles he writes, gcobb.com. We'll chat with him a little bit more after this. We also, speaking, he's sharing about his experience last weekend with some veterans and the trip they took down to uh, D.C. area, I believe it was, and, um, my neighbor, I was mentioning at the top of the show, Nick, uh, served in World War II, and um, he's a veteran. He's in his 90s, and I had a chance to have coffee with him yesterday and just chat a little bit. He has some really cool things he uh, to, to share, including a couple of amazing people he met in his service. So we'll, we'll play that back for you a little bit later on. And with some giveaways to do, it's all happening today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 422 of the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Don't forget, coming up the 22nd through the 24th of this month, it's Family Life's Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference in King of Prussia. Uh, a million and a half plus couples have attended the Weekend to Remember conferences over the years around the world, and we highly recommend that you go. We'll have a table there. Looking forward to being there that Saturday morning of that weekend. Uh, so if you do go to the conference, uh, please stop by and say hello uh, at the table there. Uh, but the most important thing going to help shore up your marriage, whether you're doing great or whether not so great or somewhere in between, these Weekend to Remember conferences have a great track record, and um, we're looking forward to uh, encouraging folks to go. And, and if you do go, if you get your um, your tickets through WFL's website, you can get $100 off the registration cost. So do so. Just click the Weekend to Remember banner at WFL.com and just type the keyword uh, Weekend in there. You get the $100 off uh, courtesy of Family Life and WFIL. As we continue our program today on Veterans Day, Gary G. Cobb, former Eagle, Cowboy, Lion, longtime Philly broadcaster, and also presiding over gcobb.com and many other things, uh, is on the line with us. We like talking football. We also like talking faith because you're a man of God who loves the Lord a lot. Uh, G., you've shared a lot about work you do in prisons. Uh, any Anything lately going on in that ministering you've been doing, uh, whether it's to former players or to those in, you know in, incarcerated? 
Uh, well, yeah, you know, there, there's always something going on, um, you know, in dealing with, like, some of the um, local players. Um, we, we've had some guys that, you know, have had, you know, making some good progress um, with their families, uh, you know, because a lot of times when a, um, a player's in a situation where they really don't feel comfortable about their employment, and they don't feel like they're doing the job, you know, uh, economically for their family. You know, a lot of times they start feeling bad about themselves and, and kind of um, start kind of secluding themselves and not really feeling like they're really a part of, of their family and they, they don't feel um, uh, the, their self-confidence is kind of really challenged. Sure. You're talking, and, you're talking current players just, just as they're trying to earn their job and do their thing. Uh, no, I'm really talking about. I'm, I'm really talking about former players. That's right, right, sure. You know, former players who ha- who played, and now that their career is over, you know, they're in the challenge of of starting another career, and then they're running into the different challenges of, you know, uh, getting a gainfully employed and being able to, you know, deal with the ups and downs uh, and, and uh, really a lot of uh, times of being turned down and uh, having, having challenges of getting a job and all that type of thing, it, it really becomes a, um, a personal battle, you know, and yeah. having faith that the Lord is going to provide uh, an opportunity for them and, and keeping the faith and, and, uh, and at the same time, you know, continuing to, to love their wife and their children while they're going through this type of challenge. So uh, we, we step in and, and uh, try to add encouragement and uh, help the guys get some help until they get on their feet. Uh, so it, it becomes a challenge, you know, when uh, you see uh, young men in that situation because uh, it, it's quite a, a uh, transition to yeah. go from, you know, you're playing in the NFL to boom, and now you're not, and, and now you got to make a way uh, – with a family, it's it's a challenge. Yeah, well, and 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 actually, as you're speaking, there, it brings something to mind that you know, maybe advice that you or things you've shared with those players that you might share with the population at large. Because it's it's kind of funny. You'll hear when people talk about an athlete, and you know they're talking about so and so is sounds older. You know, they're entering their age 33 season, like their lives are over, or you know, or someone's he's going to turn 36, and like like in the in the everyday life of population, that's that's not young, but that's definitely not old. But in sports terms, it is old. And then a player who winds up retiring, now they're like starting from scratch and it's a very different world. So what would you say maybe, uh, whether it's something you've shared with those players or whether it's just something you've observed um, to to people who are perhaps a little further down the road, maybe they're in their 40s or 50s and they've done something for a long time and they maybe now are looking for work and like, what do I do? I'm 48 or I'm 56. And I, I've known this one thing for 20 or 30 years and it's gone for whatever reason. Um, you know, what have, what have you pointed people to that, you know, cause I think that even though the players you're talking about are a little younger, there's still that very real parallel, uh, you know, to be, to be drawn. Well, of course, the first thing we do is we, uh, we point them towards the word, you know, because, um, you know, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And so, you know, we, we encourage them to keep God first in their life. And then we talk to the player about, you know, their different uh, passions and their, 
the things that there are um, that they feel you know passionate about, things that they feel that it's they've it's always been something that you know it creates a um, just uh, you know energy and uh, you know uh, excitement, something that they you know they they would love to do. And uh, many times, you know, guys have kind of overlooked different things that are their passion. And, uh, you know, so, so we kind of encourage them to look into different areas that maybe they, they didn't look into before. Yeah. And we encourage them to go in that area. And then it's a matter of, you know, uh, uh, of putting in the different work. They need the preparation. They might need to go back to school. Um, uh, uh, they might uh, need to take a course or... It might just be a matter of getting on the phone and making some calls to, to different people, you know, to set up an opportunity. But we work with them, yeah. and uh, we've had, you know, a great deal of success at helping guys to restart and, and uh, restart a new career and to have the faith to make some steps uh, to go out. And, and uh, you know, and the Lord is faithful. You know, he is, he is faithful. And so uh, we've seen time and again where – uh, the guys were able to find uh, uh, another road, and uh, they're doing well. So uh, hey. it, it's, it's something that's kind of scary, though, when you've got uh, a uh, a guy with a family, and he's got responsibility, and he doesn't really is not sure about what he's going to do going forward. And and so uh, that's when hey, we we've got to go to the Lord about it, and He is faithful that promise. Amen. So that's. Amen. Uh, we know over, over in um, Revelations it says he is faithful and true, <laughs> and, and and we have found him to be faithful and true. That's great. That's a great word. Chatting with Gary G. Cobb used to play for the Eagles. Has also played for the Cowboys and Lions. Broadcast in Philly for many years. Gcobb.com's a site. You know, as you're talking there, uh, G. There's a there's a, a thought that comes to mind. If a, a player has played football for some time. It, you might say this is kind of like all I know, and I'm used to knocking people around and running the ball, or I'm used to the athletic side of life, and maybe haven't had a lot of other interests where they could find themselves like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I don't know what I like, or uh, but they may. Maybe that some of them do have side interests or hobbies they could shift into. But as you're talking, I was, I, I'm just curious your thoughts on this. I remember at a time when I was kind of between radio jobs, I had a, a couple – uh, Stephen Pam Smith, and uh, they're like a you know, second set of parents to me in a lot of ways. We used to go to breakfast a couple times a year and just talk about life and uh, and where things were with radio and my passion for radio and all that. And one time, um, I remember Pam specifically pushed a napkin across the table and she said, "Write down the five things that uh, you you love to do about radio, like just what jumps to mind." So right away, one thing I love about radio is that the diverse nature that it can have, how one day I can have Gary G. Cobb on the show, next day I have somebody else on, tackling different aspects of life, right? So that was one thing. And there were several other things. So I wrote down. Then I gave it back to her, and they all came to mind pretty quick. And then she goes, do you realize you might not have to actually do radio to do those things that you love so much? And it had never occurred to me that although I've done radio my whole life and I love it, and although there's sometimes I'm fully employed full-time and sometimes just been little pieces, I was like, that's the first time at least I gave consideration to saying, well, you know what? Maybe there is something else I could do that would allow me to do things that I, I value highly 
and that God could use me doing something else. As it has turned out, I've come back into radio full time. But I did lift driving for um, nine months. And I'll tell you, it's as, as every day as it seems, it actually implemented. There's certainly diversity, the different people you pick up. And then you have the opportunity to share your faith. You can kind of call your own schedule because you can you can turn the app off and stop driving. You can pick it up again. Anyway, my point is, I, I wonder if there's wisdom in helping as, as you talk with these players to say, well, what do you think your strengths are? Even if all you did was play football and that was like 90% of what you did, were you, what, what were your strong points besides your physical skills? Like as far as being a leader or being mm-hmm. on time or what, what, yep. what got you passionate within your football world? And maybe that could mm-hmm. apply. That could be a leading thing. Yeah, well, you know, a, a lot of times, a lot of the skills that you utilize when you're playing football, which is, of course, you got to be very assertive. Uh, you got to be, you know, uh, very uh, motivated, uh, committed. Uh, you got to be a good team player. You got to be able to work with other people. Yeah. You know, in in stressful situations. Right. And and you know, uh, there are a lot of skills that you utilize in, in playing football that can be utilized also in other areas. And so uh, it's just a matter of identifying them. Yeah. And a, a lot of times, you know, guys will it kind of opens their eyes that. You know, they can do something other than play football, uh, and 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 they can also uh, not only do it, but do it very well and get a lot out of it. So yeah. uh, it, it's, it's really eye-opening that uh, when, when you really open your heart, you realize uh, that it's not as much where it's just there's only one thing I can do in my life that's really satisfying and everything. Most times that's not true. So yeah. Uh, we, we we work with the guys, and we have them. We we allow them to kind of open up, and where they can see that you know uh, what you're doing in the in, in football, and, and the whole satisfaction of, of of working as a team for victory. You know, you get that chance to do a lot of that in other uh, other uh, professions, and uh, you know, working with other people and and sacrificing for them and everything. It's something that um, you know players get a lot out of, and the other areas where you're, you're basically doing the same thing, like when you uh, when you're starting a company or you're trying to build a company, or or, or you're working, let's say, in the medical field. A lot of times you're working as a team, uh, right? Uh, you know, so so there are a lot of different areas that uh, players have been able to transition into the, those careers, and uh, most a lot of them they're doing very well. Gary G. Cobb, kind enough to take time out of his busy day, you can look him up gcobb.com. We chat a little bit of uh, Eagles and Patriots and stuff like that at the beginning of our conversation and, and shifted a little bit more toward the, toward the work that you do uh, off, the fi- off the field. And just thought we could ask you how people can pray for you because I know you also minister in prisons and that or anything else. It could be the work-life balance because you have a lovely family and grandkids too to, to balance out with everything else you're doing. Well, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, the big thing I always uh, ask people to pray, you know, that I will just, uh, you know, be faithful and to, you know, just be wise about my decision making. You know, that's the thing, because I had to do make decisions about time and, uh, you know, where to, um, where to where to put my time and, and, and what to choose to do in different situations where you got different options of things, you know, just to be wise. And, you know, I try to uh, lean on the Lord and... Um, uh, get get my get my guidance from him. Uh, you know that's that's the big thing. Is just want to just continue to stay on the path. That's that's the that's the big thing. <laughs> I 
Are you are you good at saying no if you have to? Uh, times that's a challenge, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some, some sometimes it's a challenge where you know you have uh, you know opportunities or different people asking you to do things where you really say, "Oh man, I would love to do this, and I would love to do this as well." And and you got to make choices, you know. And yeah. so At times that that's tough. That's hard. But yeah, it's good. It's a good prayer to have for sure, and and let God lead. Mm-hmm. Gee, it's a, it's a pleasure, my friend. We'll look forward to catching up with you again soon. Hey, sounds good, and uh, hopefully the the Eagles will play well on uh, on Sunday. And you know, it, it, it's kind of funny where uh, you know people just take you know. I mean, I, of course, football has been a big part of my life, but right. you got to keep it in its perspective. And sometimes you see people take this thing to such such uh, <laughs> ridiculous levels. You're going like, now it's not that important. Now, come on. It is still called a game, right? That's right. It's, it's just a game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good deal, my friend. Enjoy the all rest right. of your day, and we'll catch up with you again. All right. Hey, God bless you, Tim, and uh, God bless all of you in the audience. Amen. Thank you, my friend. It's Gary G. Cobb. Look him up. G-Cobb.com. G-C-O-B-B.com. Played for the Eagles for a number of years. Cowboys and Lions, too. And been broadcasting in Philadelphia for many, many years, and we're privileged to have him on every now and again on our program. Uh, speaking of the Eagles and football and all that, tonight it's Seattle and San Fran with the Monday night football game. Yesterday, Flyers won 3-2 over Boston in overtime, and the Sixers won as well, 114-106 over Charlotte. Forecast calling for an increasingly cloudy afternoon and evening. Eventually some rain expected late tonight and or overnight, uh, low 41. Still kind of cloudy, a couple of showers likely with a high of just 52 for tomorrow. Wednesday, I don't usually get too far ahead, but sunny and a high of just 37. We had that last week, right? It was sunny. It was cloudy and warmer, and then sunny and freezing. That happens again this week, it looks like, on Wednesday. One day at a time. In fact, we'll hear that message in our next segment with Nick. Nick is my 90-plus-year-old neighbor who I sat down with yesterday in his kitchen with a cup of coffee. He's a World War II veteran. And on honor of Veterans Day, I wanted to have him on for a few minutes. So we'll hear what Nick has to say and the wisdom he'll drop on us. That's coming up next. And we do have some giveaways to do before the program is through. More to come. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com, Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Yesterday, I had the privilege of sitting down with my neighbor. We, have a, we live in a cul-de-sac. And good old Nick, Nick Pelleggi is his name. And we have lived across the street from each other since I was a wee... Little boy actually bought my parents' house, and he is the original, the last original in our cul-de-sac. All the others have uh, passed on or moved out of our area, and uh, we have a pretty stable neighborhood that way. But in any case, he's been across the way from us uh, since our houses were built back in the early 60s. And uh, I wanted to play this for you. It it occurred to me yesterday morning, um, It'd be great to hear his perspective. He is in his uh, mid-90s. And so 
What I'm going to play for you is uh, our little chat yesterday. I also want to paint a quick picture for you on the front of his lawn are four flags and they're in honor of four young men that he went into the service with who didn't make it home. And he leaves them out there year round as a remembrance, uh, in, you know, in their honor. Um, Nick's wife, Rena passed away about five years ago or so. And, uh, his daughter Marie lives with him and you'll hear her in and out of the kitchen, microwaving things. We just, <laughs> this is just yesterday's conversation sitting at his kitchen table chatting um, so this is, that's the little setup for our chat with Nick and just wanted to play for you in honor of uh, veterans day today. And, um, PS as a side note, not to overshadow, but he has a, um, family 102 years old who lives right in the, like in the backyard across the, across the lawn. They, they have longevity in their family. So this is our little chat at his uh, breakfast table Yesterday morning, you have a couple of coffees. All right. It is Sunday, the 10th of November, the day before Veterans Day. And I'm sitting in the kitchen with a nice coffee with my neighbor, Nick Pelleggi. Good morning, Nick. Morning, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for letting me in your house. Oh, you can come here anytime you want. 24-7. It's open. Well, we we know that you are... uh, you know, you've served your country well. How, now, just so people understand, how many years young are you? 97. Incredible. Incredible. You're looking great. So, I understand. First of all, thank you also for your service to this country. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. Yeah. Uh, I have something to say. Just don't thank me. Thank the other men that served their country with their family, but we love them. And that's all I can say. So share with us for a minute why you got in the service in the first place. Do you remember why? Why you started in the service? What? Why did you enlist? I didn't enlist. I got drafted. Oh, yeah. I was only 19 years old, just like everybody else. Just like those four flags I have in front of the house. Yes. Well, that's for those guys. Yeah. Tell us about those four flags. Well, they're for my buddies that didn't come home with me. And I remember when we were ready to land on Omaha Beachhead, Sergeant says, okay, you guys, this is it. I want you to look to your left and look to your right. And he said, whatever you can do, help each other out. And if you need somebody, if you know somebody that needs help, please help them. And I love you all. Yeah. And now those four did not make it back, right? That's why you have those flags? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's it. That's why they're out there 24-7. They don't come in. (laughs) What work did you do? What were some of the things you did in the service? Do you remember? Oh, I drove the company commander. You know, and I was uh, a seat away from Eisenhower and Patton, believe it or not. Because, you know, I drove them. But I didn't ask any questions because I was only 19. I didn't even know what I was doing. The Army was telling me what to do. Other than that, I mean, I have good memories. Like I said before, when we landed on Omaha Beachhead, Sergeant says, okay, you guys, this is it. Look to your left and look to your right. Now, some of us ain't going to come back. 
And I said, I looked up and I said, I'm coming back. And he re said, remember one thing, if you could help somebody, help them. And that's what I try to do. Yeah. Help you, people. You had and it. I have beautiful neighbors that won't let me do nothing. They won't. <laughs> we have the best neighbors. They're always doing something for me. I love them. And my daughter and I and my wife, we love them all. Well, you have been a, a big blessing to us starting many years ago in your in your service. And just just to make sure I understood, when you were driving people around, one day you said you, you came to a place and General Patton was right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you have to be in the service to, you know. It just happened that I was in the outfit. And and my job was I uh, was driving the yeah. company commander and and so you never knew where you would go nope, right don't never knew nothing was it no. was it very secretive <laughs> with that was it very secretive like a secret where you were going or you knew where you were going but you didn't know who I would have be there no idea yeah the only the only thing he says come on Nick come on Nick let's go and <laughs> we would jump in the vehicle and go wherever. Was yeah. meant for you know for him to meet somebody, for him, because he got orders from somebody to give to somebody else what to do for the day. Do you remember the commander's name that you drove around? Oh yeah, Colburn. Oh yeah, that's my company. Okay. Yeah, he's from uh, Utica, New York. Yep, good man. Since those days, have you had much of a chance to talk with? Other veterans or, or friends, you know, that you kept in touch with over the years? Yeah. Uh, you and Mom used to go to all the reunions, remember? Remember every year you went with Mom? All your ar Army reunions. Remember? Oh, yeah, we had Army reunions yeah. every year. Every year they get they uh, together. You know, um, we would reminisce yeah. and shoot the breeze and had a good time. Yeah, <laughs> called Army reunion. Look, everything I did, I loved it. And and if I, you know, could do it again, I'd do it. Like I said, I was only 19 like everybody else. When you get in the service, you don't do what you want to do. You do what they want you to do. Yeah. I mean, for me, anyway. Yeah. Other than that. How long were you in the service for? Three years. <laughs> wow. Learned a lot. And, you know, to have respect for people. And remember one thing, I, if you could help somebody, help them. And that's what I go by, day in and day out. I have beautiful friends. My neighbors are beautiful. They won't let me do anything. <laughs> They're always checking up on me, which is good. Mr. Pledge, thank you for your time and... and uh that's a good word. Who who was the first person was it who told you if you could help somebody help them? Was it your was it when you first landed you said? No. That was when we're when we're ready to land on Omaha Beachhead. Okay. Now we're on Omaha Beachhead, but we didn't, you know, go forward. Yeah. That's you know, when I said when we land. Right. And that was our sergeant. Your and sergeant. Our what was sergeant. his name? Do you remember his name? No. But now, I remember something, though. Now that you say this, there's one other thing you should share. You said you were about to be deployed 
and then the war ended. Is that right? Oh, yeah. This is a good one. The best one, <laughs> the best one I'm going to tell you is, is this. I'm home on the 30-day furlough. Now, the war ended in Germany. Now, our outfit was supposed to go to Japan. Like I said, I'm home on the 30-day furlough. In Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. On yeah. Park Avenue, Willowboro, Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> so you are getting ready. It was the end of the 30 days, right? You were about to leave? And we were ready to go to... Our outfit was ready to go to Japan. On the 29th day, I was on the war ended in Japan. And I thank you... Our outfit didn't have to go to Japan. That's the good part. <laughs> yeah. What a blessing. That was a blessing that you this didn't have to go. go. Yeah. Oh, I have good memories. Like I said, my neighbors are beautiful. They're always looking out for me. And uh, other than that, no complaints, man. <laughs> I just turned 97, and we take a day at a time. And always remember, if you can help somebody, please help them. You will be great at something. Yeah. That's it. That's great. <laughs> Thanks for your, again for your service and for letting me in to talk to you today. Oh, man. Go Eagles next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, like I said, it's, it's a game. It's good. Don't get me wrong now. I love them. I always say... Who do you root for? Sometimes I go for the Eagles. Sometimes I say, let the best team win. There you go. You got to earn it, right? That's, that's the way I go. That's yeah. great. All right. Well, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, and here I have a good neighbor giving me a little interview. <laughs> He's bringing me coffee. I'm going to... <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. He got one for himself. <laughs> We're going to have a little time. <laughs> That's my neighbor, Nick Pelleggi. I had a chance to sit down in his uh, kitchen yesterday over coffee and just want to sit at the feet of someone who served for that many, uh, you know, that long ago and many years. And uh, neat story there about driving the commander and meeting, being in the vicinity of Patton and Eisenhower. And uh, we'll wrap up in a second with a couple thoughts about that. I have an interesting little little PS to our chat. Uh, but as we head to break, we, I mentioned a giveaway. So if you want to win, we were doing the Dunkin' Coffee yesterday. So let's do that. How about we have a gift card for uh, Dunkin' to hand out if you want to win that? Give me a quick buzz. 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. To win a, a gift card right now, it's Tim DeMoss Show, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 456 in the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Hello, who's this? This is Karen from Philadelphia. What's going on? Well, I'm enjoying a nice Veterans Day. That's Remembering great. both my stepdad and dad who served in different parts of World War II. Wow. That's Just great. Appreciating the country we live in today. That's it. That's a key word. Appreciative and being thankful goes a long way. Right. Tis the season. Yeah. Well, every day's the season. That's right. Lord, thanks. You got that right. 
hey, we're almost out of time. Let me put you on hold, and uh, and Joe, get you your your info so we can mail a gift card to you. Okay. Okay, great, Tim. Thanks so much. You're welcome. A gift card courtesy of Brian and Chevrolet in Jenkintown. We give those away periodically, almost every day, different types. And today we just happened to do Dunkin'. In honor of the fact, yesterday when I was chatting with my neighbor, we were each sipping one. Um, interestingly enough, uh, so if you listen to that chat, he he mentions a couple times, if you could help somebody, help them. Like that's a, a lot of what he's done in his everyday life. And that fits with our program. We want this program to be a help to you, not just be here for, for fun. Uh, but we really wanted to or to entertain or something. But we hope that you come away better having listened, hopefully uh, being pointed to the Lord, knowing Jesus uh, is super important and the most important thing I could ever hope for somebody else. But there are other ways we think we can also help you just in everyday stuff, whether it's information or having fun or winning a prize is good. Um, and then, of course, Nick saying at age 97, take a day at a time. And I'm sure that's, you know, real, uh, obviously to him, but uh, it should be real to each of us uh, to to live that way and, and not be presumptuous and jump ahead of ourselves. Uh, I will say this very briefly also, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Nick, among other things, their property is beautiful, beautiful flowers, shrubs. Um, our property over the years has been okay, you know, but we're not like to that level. And um, and there was a time, like I could start to feel a little inferior, like my properties or whatever is not quite there. But um, And there was a time where I, I actually – slightly misjudged Nick um, just from a distance feeling like a little bit like he was keeping to himself and I would maybe occasionally say hey Nick or something and he wouldn't say anything and I, I, I anyway long story short um, it was just really because he couldn't hear me and I was misjudging and as I got closer and had a chance not in a bad way but just kind of afraid to chat as I got closer uh, it really our friendship has grown quite a bit so I'm thankful for that so be encouraged by that Jim Max Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.